Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today we have LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the CEO of DOPS. It's DOPS, right? Yeah, you said it correctly. Absolutely. Great. Um, so welcome to the couch today, LinkedIn. Thank you. Thank you, Latana, and thank you very much for having me. Yeah. So on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring amazing people who are building great products in the market to the couch where they tell us about their journeys building these products and the impact these products are making in our communities. And so jumping right into the questions, what is DOPS and how does it all work? So basically DOPS started off as a rewards and loyalty program, but with a heavy emphasis on spend behavioral patterns and customer profiling as well as predictive analytics in regards to customer behavior. So we positioned it as an instant gratification gamified loyalty platform in which a customer would interact with a brand, be incentivized to be loyal to that brand, and we would then be able to share the various profiling criteria of that customer to the brand as well as their spend behavioral patterns. What we kind of noticed is that with a brand it stops the the sort of engagement with the customer stops after that purchase so in more often than not the the brand actually doesn't have a view of that particular customer uh post that sale or doesn't okay. actually know who that customer specifically is so we were able to then merge that gap and now show the brand who that specific customer is okay and so um the brand now gets information about the actual customer segments that um, um patronizes their business and what they buy how they buy it and things like that yeah that's correct and then on the back end the customer then gets rewarded by being loyal to that particular brand okay okay that makes sense um this is actually an interesting um um product and so i'm very curious how did you start this what is the founding story like So it actually didn't start off as being an instant gratification loyalty program. We actually started off looking as a self-service uh, uh, legal aid platform. Wow. And me and the my other two co-founders uh, then, you know, I brought them into a room and I sort of uh, derailed that meeting. And we were quite fairly progressed with that self-service legal um, sort of platform and you know I said listen I think there's a big opportunity in the market in terms of an instant gratification gamified loyalty platform and especially one that rewards you instantly uh, and also shows brands who their customers are when they buy why they buy and how we can get them to buy more okay and yeah and then we sort of sticky taped our first MVP and um, we managed to sign on a big brand uh, post that which was fantastic so we did a an MVP we actually focused on a niche which was the sort of bar and restaurant and hospitality section and when we did our first MVP we actually had um, someone who was uh, part of Heineken and they saw the our product work as an MVP and they said listen we want you in on Monday morning we want oh, wow. to work with you guys oh wow that's actually crazy amazing <laughs> absolutely yeah and so um what would you say growth means to you today at dops i mean how the, the product started the founding story is really really interesting so from now how would you say dops has grown Um, so I'm a very firm advocate of 
know doing things fast uh, and i'm not building the rolls royce and taking that to market but rather building a very bare minimum sticky taped mvp so sticky taped in the sense that it's it's not the perfect model and putting that into market and i think we sort of never expected the growth that we got at such an early stage we thought it would take a couple of months post the mvp to sort of try and get a client on board and and show them the value but the real growth that was sort of notified was um onboarding a client the client such as Heineken and getting them on boarded um on using our system in in under a month and also the growth in regards to them putting it into quite a big scale of their brand repertoire as well as you know our our big milestones was you know we've done this and this was sort of mvp and then we took it into a, a model that we released into the mass market but how do we continuously innovate and i think the next the next biggest milestone that we sort of looked at is how can we incorporate this company being a south african company into the uk and try and uh, sort of scale it into the european market okay okay that makes sense and so um how's that been you know trying to scale the business um are you looking to raise any money um like what are the plans around skill yeah so absolutely so uh we've actually um self funded and bootstrapped this whole uh operation by ourselves so three co-founders okay. um we haven't raised uh any funding as yet uh due to the fact that we were cash positive and revenue generating but i think it's come to a point now where we actually trying to actively raise funding um in regards to this platform because we have a demand from you know great big clients uh, and one of them being Heineken the other being British American Tobacco and sort of the list goes on and on and we sort of need to scale our operations and it's 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 not feasible nor would it give us um the expansion to do it it bootstrapped yeah. uh, it more yeah. so we are definitely looking for funding okay so you are raising a seed round Yeah, we are raising so, the seed round. So, around how much are you looking to raise if you don't mind? Yeah, sure, no worries. We are actually looking around raising at least uh $500,000. And okay. this will help with our expansion one uh with our platform and our predictive modeling behind that, but also our scaling into the UK and European market. Okay. So, okay. So we we currently have a registered HQ in the UK. Unfortunately, due to the pandemic that's going around, we haven't had uh, a, an opportunity to go and set up that HQ fully just because of the various travel bans that exist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is even going to um get into my next question, which is how has the pandemic or how did the pandemic affect the business? Um so You know, in South Africa we had uh tobacco and alcohol bans um towards the first quarter, say second quarter of 2020 and that heavily affected us because we had massive rollout plans, uh, we had massive campaigns that were booked with our various clients and unfortunately those had to be put on hold. So we were expecting a a, a very big revenue gain. in in the sort of a year of 2020 and unfortunately with this pandemic being so unpredictable we we weren't able to meet those but you know as a founder and being in the startup sort of ecosystem you've got to pivot you've got to keep your head down and you've got to keep working and we managed to actually close the year on a very positive note and wow. actually engage and work with those clients and work around the various bans 
um, you know, when when the bans uh, were lifted, we're able to then sort of come up with a contingency plan and work around those. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Seems like the pandemic really hits, but um, you are getting back up on your feet and you're doing really, really amazing. Yes. Yeah, so, so one of the big things that I'd like to share and uh, and and. and you know, focuses on how this pandemic has affected our business is that, you know, with these various bands, we had to actually pivot. And we pivoted our model, our behavioral pattern model, and we managed to build a platform that was used by Novavax, so the for the COVID-19 vaccine. Oh my God! Within South Africa, yeah. So we, we were, we built this platform that would help doctors to screen, uh, monitor, facilitate, and and send out automated reminders to patients um, in regards to appointments, to checkups, and just help them to document that data uh, accordingly, as well as monitor those patients that have been on that vaccine trial and just help with that data aggregation. Wow, that's actually amazing. That's a hell of a pivot, I would say. <laughs> it most certainly was, but like I said, as a as a founder and as a as a, with experience in the startup ecosystem. Uh, you've got to always be on your toes. You've got to be ready to pivot. You've got to be ready to solution, and you've got to be ready to keep your head above water. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think my next question would be, um, what would you say are your two major challenges today? I think the first one would most likely be um, you're really at the stage where you're trying to raise capital to scale a business that now has great demand, that has proved um, great product market fit, and is post revenue right um and so are there other challenges you're facing right now um you know i think that the the other challenge is that we, we just want we just want to get in front of the right people to, to put us in the right direction um you know especially with things like the vaccine trial and vaccine rollouts we believe our system can you know monumentally help um, especially developing countries with that rollout and monitoring uh, candidates after having those vaccinations um, to see, you know, monitor their side effects and and sort of holistically manage that rollout more effectively. But I guess we just we just haven't been put in contact with the right people to show them the platform and being able to then put that platform into use. Yeah, yeah, that's actually another challenge. But then I, I, I believe that what you're doing is really, really um, valuable. And with the Novax project, I think more people are going to begin to hear about it. More people are going to get involved. Absolutely. Um, and so my final question for you, LinkedIn, is what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far building DOPS? The biggest lesson, uh, I think, is twofold. One is you're never going to have the perfect product for the market so go out there with the bare minimum test it out validate it uh, see that there is an actual demand for that product or service or offering and then pivot it if need be never ever be uh, you know stagnant or or very uh, hard on your solution if it needs to be pivoted pivoted and and just you know be innovative keep keep innovating your product keep keep changing things because uh, because the world as you know it is changing and if you stay stagnant you will be left behind yeah yeah i think that is an amazing lesson um go out there put your product out there talk to those customers you know just get out there with whatever it is you have and learn on the journey learn on the journey i think that's a strong lesson and 
on this option i'd like to say thank you so much linton for coming on the couch today this has been an interesting conversation what do you think yes no absolutely thank you so much for the opportunity i really appreciate it and i am humbled and honored honored to be on this startup couches podcast yeah and for everyone that is listening you already know that we bring you amazing people like lithin every single week um to share their journeys to share the stories of the products that you already use you already know about and if you don't already make sure you get in touch with dubs um especially if you are you know building a brand if you're in F- if you're in the fmcg space if you're in the space that you want to track user behavior you want to profile your customers make sure to reach out to dogs and their services are well you know suited for you and for everyone else make sure you subscribe make sure you share this episode with your friends and until next time see ya <laughs>